Hi everyone, welcome back to Hands-Free Studying for the MBE, brought to you by Brainscape. These upcoming torts questions cover other types of torts, including nuisance, defamation, misrepresentations, vicarious liability, and joint and several liability. Okay, let's get started. Question one, what are the elements of a public nuisance claim? The elements for a public nuisance claim are that one, the defendant unreasonably interfered with a public right, typically the right to health, safety, or property, and two, the plaintiff suffered a distinct and different harm from the public at large. Question two, who has standing to bring a public nuisance claim? It's most common that the government will bring a public nuisance claim, but an individual can also bring a public nuisance claim if they can show that they are suffering a distinct and different harm from the public at large. Question three, what are the elements of a private nuisance claim? To prevail on a private nuisance claim, the plaintiff must show that there's been a substantial and unreasonable interference with the plaintiff's use or enjoyment of her land. Question four, what constitutes substantial and unreasonable interference in regards to a nuisance claim? The courts define substantial as offensive, inconvenient, or annoying to a reasonable, ordinary person. And unreasonable is defined as an injury that outweighs the utility of the behavior. Question five, what are the remedies for a nuisance claim? There are two, injunctions and damages. Question six, differentiate between nuisance and trespass. For a nuisance claim, no physical invasion is required, which means that you can prevail on nuisance claim for light, for smells, etc. A nuisance claim also needs to be continuous and there needs to be substantial interference. On the other hand, for a trespass, physical invasion is required. It does not need to be continuous and it does not need to be substantial interference unlike a nuisance claim. Question seven, what are the elements of defamation? To prevail on a defamation claim, you need to show that there was a defamatory statement concerning the plaintiff published to a third party that can either be intentionally or negligently that damages the plaintiff's reputation. And then if the matter is of public concern or the plaintiff is a public figure, you must also show that the defendant acted with malice. But remember, this is only if the matter is of public concern or if the plaintiff is a public figure. Otherwise, all that you need to show is there was a defamatory statement concerning the plaintiff published to a third party that damages the plaintiff's reputation. Question eight, what are the two types of defamation? The two types are libel, which is written defamation, and slander, which is spoken. Question nine, what types of statements are considered defamatory? 
Defamatory statements are those that diminish respect or goodwill towards the plaintiff or deter third parties from dealing with them. Question 10. What types of statements are not considered defamatory? Non-defamatory statements include hyperbole, which are statements that no reasonable person could possibly believe that they're true, and also opinions, because opinions cannot be proved true or false. However, there is an exception. If the speaker implies knowledge of facts when giving an opinion, it could be considered defamatory. And that's the end of your 10 flashcard study round. To reach full mastery, remember to study in Brainscape. Our mobile and web app uses the latest in spaced repetition techniques, allowing you to optimize your study time and track your progress down to the finest detail. But of course, when you're driving, cooking, exercising, or otherwise unable to navigate the app, be sure to keep listening to the rest of this hands-free studying playlist. No matter what subject you're learning and what method you're studying it, Brainscape helps you rise to your challenge. Thank you.